choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? I'm KMGZ at Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's Podcast. I'm back. Hey, look. Apologies, I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I just didn't feel like talking, and so here I am now, but this gonna have to be quick, because my fucking around, now I'm finding out that I don't, I'm rushed to do the shit that I have to do today, but, um, anyway, here we go, sorry, I ain't even set up right, hold on, alright, got my water, yes, alright, so, let's get started, um, Yours and never two, there's a few of them. Um, it's going out to the Philadelphia Phillies who stole the first game in the World Series. That's all we needed to do. Now we have home field advantage. I said earlier, you know, I don't know if people was picking like the Rockets was just going to run all over us. I don't really, you know, listen. Guess y'all ain't been watching the playoffs because the, the Cardinals are supposed to run all over us. The Braves are supposed to run all over us. Um, um, and, you know, we're in the World Series and they're not. Um, so yeah, it's tied one to one now. We're going back to Philadelphia, so we're gonna see. That's all I'm saying. Shout out to them. And the second, yours in negritude is going to Rihanna, Robin, Robin Rihanna Fenty, who came back with her back to music with the single, um, one of two, from what I understand, from the soundtrack for the new, um, Black Panther movie. Um, it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song, man. I guess that her time away has been, you know, relaxing for her or recharged her because she's back now. Her voice is so rich and it's so strong. And I just want to say something real quick to you all, you motherfuckers with Rihanna can't say, look, nobody has ever claimed that Rihanna's been Whitney Houston. And yes, in her earlier career, it was a little bit of struggle. But it's never been, Rihanna's appeal or her success has never been on... I've said this before, but like, if Billie Holiday, Amy Winehouse, um, Erin Neville, um, who else? Um, um, I'm trying to think of people who have you very unique, who are known historically for very unique voices. Not the best vocalists, quote fingers, but unique vocalists. I'm trying to think of other, uh, people, but the one that jumps immediately to mind is Billie Holiday, um, uh, and there's others out there, y'all know, I'm just, I can't think of it right now, if these people would come, have come out today, these same idiots would be talking about these people can't sing, and they're not, you, you guys are, are, are the fucking worst, because it's usually people whose musical taste and exposure are very limited, they listen to one kind of music and one kind of music only, they think all this runs and ripping and yelling, like I said, holding notes for 20 and 30 minutes, acrobatics is what makes a singer, and it's not, it's not the, those are, that's, those are acrobatics, that's great, your voice is strong, you can do all that shit, that has nothing to do with being a good singer, a good singer knows how to make the song sound great, Whitney Houston is a perfect example Whitney Houston is the singer of all singers because though she can do all of those aerobatics, though she can do all of that, she doesn't because she understands that what makes a song and a singer great is being able to edit and understand where to cut that runoff and understand where to add emphasis, where to go low, where to go high, how to build um, emotion in the song she understands that, and she happens to be the best vocalist anybody's ever heard, so that makes her the GOAT, there are some people who have wonderful voices, who have, you know, can do all the runs and all of that, and have wonderful voices, and they don't have that first talent, they don't have the ability to put the emphasis where it should be, to put the soul where it should be, to put the, to, to, to be able to build emotion or drop emotion where they need it, and there's, and there, and what happens is, their singing is very boring, it is technically great, 
it's uh, there's no note out of key. She's doing all the runs and all of this and all of that. That this one and that one, you know, may, y'all swear can't do. It's not necessarily they can't do it. It's that they choose not to because they know that that's not sounding good in the song. Okay, that's what makes that's what makes a good singer. Vocalist is something different. Whitney Houston started out in background singing, and she was like, "That's so did Luther Vandross, so did a lot of the greats. They started out in the background because that's what you learn in the background because you're backing somebody else up. So you understand that you can't go all full out all the time. And sometimes the way you know you being calm in the back, you just doing you know holding back Sissy Houston and behind uh, Aretha Franklin for ain't no way, just holding that high note." That's, that's, that's what pulled, that's the emotion in the song right there, we hear Aretha, yes, but Sissy, with that high, angelic screech, not screech, cause that's a bad, con- that high, angelic note in the back, that's what's pulling your heart in that song, that note is what's pulling your heart in that song, you don't believe me, listen to it again, yes, Aretha is doing Aretha, but it's, it's, it's that, that echo, and it's on the echo in the back, that's what's pulling the emotion in that song and that's what you little motherfuckers don't understand you fucking third chair, reserve tenors in the fucking church choir, who always want to talk about who can and cannot sing, that song is fucking beautiful, and Rihanna's voice on it is a mate, Rihanna has one of those voices, where if you put her on the song, it's going to soar, is she a great vocalist? No, is she, can she get up there and sing with the, the Mariahs and the Whitney's? No, but she has a voice that as soon as you hear it, it's unique, and it pulls you in, and this fucking Lift Me Up is so beautiful, it's a beautiful song, Thames wrote it, shout out to Thames, the, the lyrics are very simple, but it's just so, like, it's amazing, and I, I already know, when, when we saw the preview, Rihanna said, she, or the premiere, um, there's clips where Rihanna said she didn't know where the song was in the film yet, but now that we've heard the song, I'm pretty sure it's, it seems to me like it's probably on the funeral montage, or maybe somewhere at the end, but I can tell from that song that wherever it is in the movie, it's going to be extremely remote, emotional, and I don't see how that song doesn't win an Oscar, but we'll see, um, but it's amazing, so, glad she's back, child, well, I'm about to be broke as hell, I done already paid all these money for the Mariah tickets, because, you know, I didn't get the, the seats I wanted, I didn't get, like, Mariah, I love you, but I can't be paying, with student loans about to kick back in, the Christmas coming, girl, I can't be paying $1,200 for no seat to get that close, I got close enough, and still paid a pretty penny, but not $1,200, I, listen, I don't, I don't believe in going to concerts and sitting way up in the air, I don't, to me, I'd rather just watch it on TV, wait for HBO, whatever case it's gonna be, I, if I'm sitting so far away that I might as well be across the street, I'm good on that, um, so I bought those tickets, um, Beyonce and Rihanna going on tour, look, I'm gonna try to do both, I'm, I'm not familiar, I've been to Rihanna concerts, I know how tickets work, I'm not familiar with this Beyonce experience, um, again, I'm not, if I'm not, I don't need to be in VIP, I don't need to be super close, but I'm not trying to be in the ceiling either, I don't know how these tickets work, so, you know, I have every intention on going to see Renaissance, but if it's, if it's too much, I'm definitely going to see Rihanna, because, bitch, it been forever, um, I'ma try to work these Beyonce tickets out, but I know if I don't, it's probably gonna be some kind of HBO special, or something coming, and I, maybe I'll have to see it then, cause I'm bitch, if it's, I don't know, I need to ask the stands, but I, if it's to sit close, $5,000, I ain't, I ain't got it, I ain't got it, it's, it's student loans, is kicking back in, all, all that money that I was just spending, is not gonna be available anymore, so, but I'ma do my best, but shout out to, to all of them, and go Phillies, Red October, ring the bell, all that, um, okay, so, and, you know, shout out to the Eagles, they back today against Pittsburgh, but I'm gonna wait and see, um, you know, if we go 7-0, and then I'll be back on here hollering next week, um, okay, so where do I want to start, I actually have a lot of stuff to go, to go through, but some of it is kind of short, so we should run through it, so where do I want to start, I want to start, let's, let's, I have a little, since that, since that was sports, let's keep going with this, um, Ben Simmons still sucks, um, 
I said when the Nets traded for him, it's the dumbest trade ever. Y'all wanted the Philadelphia 76ers and Philadelphia fans to be wrong so bad. Y'all wanted this to be our our fault so bad. He is who he is. He's fifth year in this league. He's still undeveloped. He's still passing up shots wide open under the basket. He's still a liability under the court because he just he sucks. He's not good at he's not as good at basketball as people make him out to be. And then people talking about he hasn't played. He hasn't played because he quit. Because he decided that when he got criticized rightfully for blowing the series for the Sixers which he absolutely did he decided he had an attitude and wanted to be traded and didn't want to play and sat out a whole season and then he had some fake back injury I don't know how you, how you had a back injury when one playing but whatever let's say he did he's, he's, ter- he's not good okay and I'm just glad Cameron got on camera and I, I agree with everything he said I can suit up and score two points and get six fouls okay is 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 I'm just glad he's gonna quit on the he's gonna quit on the on, on the Nets too because the criticism is gonna start rolling in. It's already coming. It's gonna start rolling in, and he, he's gonna quit because that's what he does. That's what he does. He does nothing in the off season. He doesn't develop in the off season. Instead of most players take that kind of fucking criticism as as an opportunity to do better and get better and get stronger. This guy sits and cries and complains. And y'all swore to God he was the Sixers were doing him so wrong. And I'm just glad now that he's on another team and it's the same shit. So y'all can see. And he's off our problem now. We just stuck with our terrible ass coach who we need to get rid of because the window is closing on us, we, there's no reason for us to be as bad as we do with the roster that we have, we have one of the most elitist rosters as, as any other team in the league, and we, we look terrible, because we, our, our coach is not good, I have said that from the beginning, Doc Rivers won a, a championship with Celtics back in 2008, how long ago was that, he's not won shit since, he's been on what, three different franchises, it's always the same thing, franchises goes into the toilet, they go from being elite to blowing 20 and 34, 30, 20 and 30 point leads and being pushed out the playoffs, even though they picked us the favorite, it's the same shit, he needs to go, okay, Boston ain't had no, they coach got fired, they assistant coach stepped right up, we need somebody else, we need somebody else, that's all I gotta say on that, um, moving on, what, okay, where I wanna go, shoot, what did that say, oh, you know what, (laughs) let me, let me put a pin in that, I might not even wanna talk about that, alright, um, in, in the same vein of sports, um, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are now officially divorced after 13 years of marriage. People on the internet are going up, well not people, certain random um, morons on the internet are going up for Tom Brady claiming that, you know, Giselle is going to be back in the dating pool and, and, and what kind of wife doesn't let a man realize his dreams? Listen, this motherfucker has been in the NBA for uh, NFL for 20 plus years. He has seven rings on two teams. He is the greatest of all time. Nobody denies it. And he has nothing left to, to uh, conquer in this sport. For a man who has all of that to sacrifice, to just lose his family, to come back to the NFL to one, for one fucking season, to be out there looking slow and terrible and three and five tells you a lot about his character, okay? It tells you a whole lot, okay? That woman sacrificed, she is a supermodel, she is the most super famous model in the world, she's the highest paid model in the world, she came, there's a few people who have, there's a few people, and listen, you know, when I got on, when I say my shit on the internet, I get these fucking motherfuckers who, you know, think goddamn, I don't know, think they fashionistas, don't know shit about fat. I'm I'm old school. I I I came up like I've said before in the late '90s and late '80s and early '90s. When supermodels were becoming supermodels, and I used to buy all them little magazines and follow all that shit. I have been following fashion for a long time. I know who the girls are and who the girls are not. And you motherfucking Johnny come lately with y'all fucking terrible ass uh, opinions and and anti uh, historical takes on on fashion. Kill me, okay? Giselle Bunt. There's a few models who came in and totally flipped. The, the modeling world and totally set a bar for a new stage of modeling one back in the 60s was Twiggy Twiggy is the one who really bought in a little thin waifish model look and that shit uh, has a lot of criticism and, and, and took a lot of hits but that shit uh kind of maintained for a very long time it, it, well through the 60s and and then all the way up to like um, the early 80s when another one came and this one is not mentioned a lot but her name was Christy Brinkley 
she was the one who, she was still a blonde and blue hair, but she was the Scandinavian, Nordic, um, you know, taller, um, not waifish type model. She flipped it when, when she came in, then all the models wanted to look like that. Another one that really doesn't get mentioned a lot because she passed away very early was Gia Karanji. There's a movie about her, Angelina Jolie started in it called Gia. She was a model, she was from Philadelphia, and she's the one that actually flipped the script on the Christy Brinkley, where prior to that, you had to be blonde hair, you had to blue, blue eyes, you had to be that Nordic slender. Gia Karanji was not that, she was dark hair, she was Italian, she was very ethnic looking, and she flipped it. And she actually is the one that, that got, um, that kind of paved the way for the later supermodels, because she's the one, like I just said, that broke that Nordic look, and it's like, hey, we can have ethnic girls in here, we can bring, you know, a little bit darker, we can bring a little, you know, we can bring a little spice, we can bring, and so she was the one who, who ushered that in, and from there, the other one, but she, 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 um, died tragically of age, she, she was a, a drug user and caught AIDS and, and died, very, very tragically, um, like I said, if you want to know more about her, there's all kind of documentaries, and then there's a movie called Gia that, um, Angelina Jolie starred in, um, but after her, the other one that came, and who was out here scamming for two checks now, because we know that's not your daughter, Cindy, we know that's you, you collecting two checks, it's not, that's not your daughter, I know what you're doing, I see you, Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford came and flipped the modeling industry on its head. Prince wrote a song about her. The mole and all these moles that the girls were pasting on the side of their chin. That was because Cindy Crawford had a mole there naturally, and that was the new look. And everybody was trying to look like Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford was it. Okay, Cindy Crawford knocked the girls, shook the stages. Everybody was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck we gonna do now?" Because Cindy Crawford was killing the girls, and now she got a daughter that looked just like her, allegedly. I don't know, Cindy, I think that's you, I think you're trying to get two checks out here, I'm just saying, somebody should investigate, um, okay, then the next one that came, that flipped the modeling world was Naomi Campbell, maybe you heard of her, she came, cause she was number one, she was black, number two, she had a walk, that used to break the fucking runway, uh, Naomi Campbell came through with a model walk that was like, unlike any other, you knew when Naomi was coming down the stage and she's the one that actually set up the supermodel walk, RuPaul has a song, had a song, what's it called um, yeah I don't know what was the supermodel, was it called supermodel? Supermodel you better work, yeah 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 I think so that was largely influenced by Naomi Campbell because Naomi Campbell is the one who came in with that model walk and then they all started copying the model walk, okay and to this day, she is still the one who closes shows with that model walk because she is the one, so all this new, when they talk about the girls don't know how to walk, what they're talking about is they don't know how to do the Naomi Campbell because Naomi Campbell is the one that introduced that, she flipped it on her head, she was a group she was amongst a group that are the super models it's not a term that you just throw around it is a it is a category of models, it refers to specific models, they were uh, Linda, Linda Angelis, to Cindy Crawford Naomi Campbell, um, damn I always forget uh, 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 uh oh the other one, Stephanie what is her name, fuck always forget, you can look them up or you can watch the um oh what was her name, Claudia Schiffer sorry Claudia, oh lord, sorry Claudia um, Claudia Schiffer and, um, the other one, I always forget, anyway, if you watch the George Michael Faith video, they're all in that video, I'm sorry girl, I keep, I always forget your name, cause you retired before all the rest of them, um, yeah, those are the supermodels, they flipped the model game forever, okay, they are the ones who made celebrities out of models some say, it's how we get to now where we have all these celebrities being models I don't know if that's the case, maybe it probably is, because they are the ones who made models celebrities, prior to that, they were models, maybe they were a rocker's girlfriend, but they weren't you know, people, like I'm saying, everyday motherfuckers, who weren't really into fashion, like that didn't know who these girls were they didn't know them by name, you had to really be in fashion, and really be in in it like that, to really know them by name, because they weren't celebrities like that, they would just be in the videos, and stuff like that and you might know who they are, but you know, if you were really into it you might know who they are, okay so, um all these people, and, and the other one, 
I'm skip I'm skipping a few, but the other one was Giselle Bündchen, okay? Giselle Bündchen is is was a Brazilian model. She's German ancestry, but she's from Brazil, which is a whole lot of controversy about that because anybody knows history, know how Germans got to Brazil, but we ain't got to really talk about that. Anyway, she's of German origin, but she's Brazilian, and she is the one who came through and and really busted wide open the Brazilian market, now everybody wants a Brazilian, a BBL, that's Giselle Bunchen is the one who brought that in, because she was this amazing model, and she was Brazil, and all the agencies, and all the fucking management model agencies, is all um, down in Brazil trying to find the next Giselle Bunchen. okay there's a lot of controversy about that too because if you see native Brazilians, they don't really look like Giselle Bunchen, but whatever the case anyway, she is a supermodel she is a superist of models, she is um, since at least 2000 uh, early 2000, she's the most highest paid model, and you motherfuckers who think that she is gonna be down and out because she divorced Tom Brady, I got another thing coming from you, okay, Tom Brady is not ready for these dis- to be out here, okay, these new girls, they're high speed, they're turbo, their scams and schemes are are way beyond any of our comprehensions, they got their bus, they got their breasts sitting high, they got their neck sitting low, these motherfuckers are out here for your wallets, they're out here for your pockets, Tom do not know what's coming for him, that man has been a family man for 13 fucking years, he has been married to the D supermodel, okay that's giving him a lot of cachet, I know some of you morons think that Tom Brady's the biggest star, American football as large as it is, is only a phenomenon in America, they don't give a fuck about this shit around the world, they know Giselle Bunchen, okay, it ain't a soccer star a baseball star a, a bull rider, a wrestler a, a cricket star a, a, what else they play, a rugby star any sports you want name any billionaire you want name who don't know Giselle Bunchen and would not, and would not be happy to have her as his wife, okay, Giselle gonna be just fine alright, Tom Brady gonna be out here in, in a year, in some tight ass jeans, and Gucci belts, with a whole bunch of young girls hanging off his shoulder looking dead in the eyes, with his chiseled up sunken in cheeks, that he done got surgery on three, four times, trying to keep up with his wife and her looks, okay Tom Brady need to go home and retire that man done did everything it was to do he had a, stri- a multi-million dollar deal to be an announcer, he should've took it you sacrificing your family for one more lousy uh, season of football, y'all not going to the playoffs, y'all not going to the Super Bowl and for what, you lost your family for that I'm not saying no no woman won't come behind Giselle, but you got you if you fucking getting with Tom Brady after that, you gotta know what you're dealing with this man walked out on his six children and his wife for that that's, that's a selfish individual, that is an individual that puts himself first, above any and everything else, his kids been waiting for him to play catch with them for 13 years now they gotta wait some more it's, it's foolish, okay is that all the sports? that is all the sports, okay so, um I don't know, this gonna be a little bit gay, but y'all know this is the gay podcast, um or I'm gay and I do this podcast, not necessarily a gay podcast, but it's just some stuff I wanna say um, let me see so, go vote, first of all, this is not the gay part, I'm getting the non-gay part out the way, go vote, um, if y'all listen to this, y'all know how I've been saying, I don't believe the polls, I don't think it's 50, I do not believe there, it is that split between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, I don't, I know they're gonna be mad, excuse me, MAGA's voting for Herschel Walker, but, I, listen, you can't tell me the state that had, that has had turnout above the 2020 turnout, which was record-breaking turnout, we know high turnout bodes well for Democrats, is 50-50 between Raphael Warnock and, and Herschel Walker, now the governor's race, I haven't watched as much I don't know if Stacey is winning or losing I don't know if the polls are as close as they claim I do know that she almost won the last time, and somewhat got cheated out of it and there's even higher turnout this time, so I don't know if I believe the, what they're saying, that Stacey has lost that race in Georgia, I don't know but that one's a little bit more up in the air to me than the Herschel Walker one, but what, all I'm saying is like I have been saying, I keep these keep reading these takes about this red wave and the Republican, there's no data to support that, and I see a lot of y'all retweeting it, but when you look they, they, these polls are not close like that, they are not up in any of these, nobody is voting for these Trump people they're not, they're not so, just go vote 
go vote, stop, I have, they've been talking about this red wave since, there's been no red wave, the 2018 midterms, blue wave, 2020 election, blue wave, I understand historically, people historically, the midterms go to, yes, that's historically, but that hasn't been the case since 2016, nothing has been the case since 2016, nothing, so, people voted MAGA out in 20, they started voting MAGA out in 2018, that's the midterm elections, everybody's like, oh, well, the midterms typically go, no, that's not what happened with Trump, like, be, be, don't be silly, it wasn't a typical midterm election, people were voting against Trump, specifically, that's why 2018 went blue, and they have been voting against Trump and MAGA since then, in 2020, in 2022, there's no, all, there's, there's nothing that's backing up that this red wave is coming, so people need to go out and vote, okay, that is a media take, there's a media narrative, I keep hearing y'all saying it, but it's not come to fruition, and if y'all don't go out and vote, it might, so just ignore that shit, okay, oh, they're gonna vote for Herschel, they who, I keep saying, I said this in 2020, for these people to fucking come through, and with, there has to be a whole grip of new red voters that are voting for MAGA, and that are voting for these Trump, and they're not there, that's why they keep trying to make these networks, and these, and these apps, for these supposed, all these people, and they flop, because they're not there, it's, a small, very loud, very vocal, very platformed portion of society, that's of American society, that's it, 80% of the people did not vote for that shit, so where is the wave coming from? The wave is coming because they're cheating, and they're gerrymandering, and they've been able to do that because motherfuckers don't want to vote, and they want to play around, and fuck around, and now we finding out. Go vote. Um, alright, so, this gonna be a little, I, I I usually don't do this, but yeah, like, Kehlani is single right now, and I know some of y'all maybe listening to this might be able to get, look, I've been, you know, I ain't, I've been being cool on Instagram, but I have been shooting my shot, but like, yo, tell Kehlani, look, listen, listen, you won't have no problems for me, that's all I'm saying, I just wanna talk, I just wanna talk, you have no problems for me, <laughs> I won't give you no, I won't give you no stress, I won't give you no problems, alright, um, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, okay, so what else, moving on, I want to shout out, um, Niecy Nash, because she has her whole studsman on her TV show, I don't know how the TV show is doing, I watched a couple episodes, um, so it's hard for me to watch lawyer shows and, like, law enforcement shows, but, um, legal shows rather, not law enforcement, but I've watched a few episodes, and I'm gonna keep watching it, just because I wanna support gay rights, gay rights, anybody that's being gay, I'll open, I will watch it, and I will support it, hopefully the show's doing well, I mean, y'all love those police procedurals anyway, so I'm assuming that it is, it's, it's very, um, I'm trying to think, like, it's very, um, uh, what was the show, it, it reminds me, it's a very, um, oh shit, what's the one that has all the different franchises in the different cities, New York they had the one in Miami um okay, I can't remember it, but it's it's along the, those lines, it's, it's not like a law and order type show, it's like a more of a of this show whose name I can't think of, um, but I, you know it's cute, I'm watching it, but I'm gonna watch it because I support everybody black and gay who is out and not in the closet and not doing that little sly sneaky privacy shit which leads me to my next topic, so, I've been listening or watching, you know, I've been back on watching, um, a lot of lesbian, not, not the, not the, um, not the fictional based lesbian, but, but like, actual lesbian podcasts on YouTube, like, a lot of them are on YouTube now, right, and I've been watching them, and I, I gotta admit, I don't like a lot of them, um, because, like I've said before, I fit, for me, my opinion, a lot, they, they took, they trend very youngish, a lot of the t- conversations are very uh, juvenile. The people are not really, you know, well read or or necessarily educated to really speak uh, intelligently. On a, it's just a lot of lunch table shit, basically. But you know, whatever. It's you know, I, I, it's not. Um, 
God bless. Do your thing. Somebody likes it, so it's not really a lot that I that I really appreciate. Um, some of them they just need to get. They have too many hosts. Five hosts is too much. They talking all over over each other. One podcast that I'm not on YouTube. One podcast that I really used to listen to that I just had to quit because they just it's only two of them, but they're constantly talking over each other and doing them. I just it, it's very aggravating. Like it's um, doing that that millennial shit where people like to do the dry jokes and talk it's, I, it's, I can't, I can't, it's annoying um, but anyway um, I watched one that I kind of watched from time to time, it's British so that's why I say time to time because black Brits um, you know, are, are, are small doses for me, I'm sorry I don't know, I find a lot of them to be insufferable I don't know what it is, I don't know what it is about black people from the UK, but a lot of them are just, I find them to just be very insufferable, I can't help it, like you can't be, just not they do not act, behave, or just talk the way any black person that I am familiar with does like, it's very white, it gets very white, gets very don't have our own culture very much assimilated into theirs, which whatever, that's my opinion, you disagree, fuck off, I don't care I'm just telling you it's my opinion, but I do watch this one's called Two Twos every now and then and, um because they, they I think that they have a, a, I think their conversations are good, I think that they, I mean, it's very black UK, a lot of the stuff I don't necessarily agree with, and, and black British people seem to think that African American people are more concerned with them than we actually are, and it's a lot of conversations around what we think about them, and I just wish that you guys would understand, and I don't mean this with no disrespect, I'm just giving you straight facts, we don't think about you at all. Like, no African-American here in America is ever like, oh, what are they doing in the UK? Oh, let's see what they're wearing. Oh, let's see what they... Just, it would never. The thing about the self-absorbed American, it is so true. We don't care. Because we just trying to have some shit of our own without all of y'all copying it. So, like, I'm sorry if that hits you the wrong way. But anyway, so there's a lot of that. But they did have a conversation that I thought was great because it's been... it, it, it it articulated exactly what I've been trying to say and couldn't quite find the right words for so they were talking about um, what was the topic the topic was like bisexual queer something like that and if you've listened to this before you know I'm really tired of the queer shit and there was a um, girl that tweeted on the internet and she was saying look I understand this is a big umbrella, LGBT, whatever, that's fine. We can argue whether everything belongs on, on under the same umbrella. I personally, my opinion, I don't think it does, but whatever. You know, that's in-house shit, right? That's, it's faggot shit in-house, okay? I'm not arguing it with y'all outside. But she was saying how she, you know, she's tired of this queer mantle because um, queer, she's like, is, is used by people who kind of just, are not truly, they just want to be a part of the community without being in the community, and what she's, and, and I was like, yes, like, I'm sorry I, I, that's, I agree with that, like I'm tired of it, it's like, anybody that is, I mean, bitches be dying their hair blue and wearing fucking scepters in their nose and want to call themselves queer, it's like what's queer about you? Because you have blue, like people just want to be different they want attention, they want to be under some umbrella so they can feel special and I'm tired of it, like you're not gay you're not bi, you're not trans you're not lesbian, you're not any of this and personally, the lesbians personally I think we are too inclusive, I said this before, we let too many people in our fucking space we let these fucking straight girls play in our faces we let these cold fingers, bi girls and we'll go back to that in a minute, and play in our faces and when you, like, the thing that I like gay males, like there's a club around the corner that I've been trying to go to but I don't go to by myself because it's a gay male club and it's not like they'll throw me out or anything but like gay males are very like this is a gay male space, we don't want you and your bachelorette party in here, we don't want you and your straight boyfriend in here, we don't and you know, it's not that you're not welcome it's just that you're not welcome <laughs> because this is our space, right like y'all can go to any of these other bars on this corner, this is for us and it's like you're just taking up space in our space and why are you here right, that's how gay men are and I appreciate it, and they, and they listen, gay men love a stud, they'll let us in and all of that, but I just try I'm, I'm respectful of that, because I'm like, yo you in here trying to get your, your little your trade on, whatever, it's a different culture, y'all in here doing y'all thing and I appreciate that and I'm not trying to be in here with my my lesbian ass fucking up the vibe, okay? So, 
but lesbians, we never do that. We just let anybody in, come in with your boyfriend, come in with your husband, come with your, and I'm just like, I'm tired of That's why there's no lesbian bars, because there's no point to it. There's no money in it. Why am I going to have a bar that's just for lesbians when they're going to let anybody in anyway? So I might as well just have a regular bar and just be gay friendly, and that's what it's turned into, and it's not even gay friendly, because yeah, you might be up in there, but you're still up in there with a bunch of straight people, which is annoying. No offense, but like, we need our own spaces. I get tired of like, I be in places with friends, and they staring you down, or they, you know, it's like, I just, it's annoying, okay, it's very annoying, they want to talk you to death, they want to ask you a million questions, and show they cool with the gay people, like, can y'all just get the fuck away, yo, I'm trying to slide up the thigh right now, can you get the fuck away, like, it's just very annoying, anyway, um, and so, what they said was, it was a whole discussion, but what they said was, and this was about bisexuals, and listen, people say I drag the bisexuals, I don't think that I do, I think that hit dogs holler, that's what I think, cause I think I have been very clear about how I have come around, cause I used to drag y'all, you used to think y'all was a friend, I used to, a, a thing look bitch, you either like pussy, you don't like pussy now, I get it, because I've had it explained to me enough, and I've seen it from actual bisexuals I've seen it in action, and I get it like, I understand what they're saying, it don't apply to me but I understand what they're saying, okay like, nigga I, I, it's just it, it doesn't matter, I'm not strictly um, attracted only to males, I'm attracted, it's just a person I get that, I still think some of y'all is a little flighty with it, but whatever, but, but what they said that really, really stuck with me, and I was like yes, that's what the fuck I've been trying to say they was like how, you know, the bisexuals are, you know how is it they want to they wanna fight to be bisexual and claim to be bisexual so hard now, I'm the queer community, I'm this and that, but as soon as they get with the man, you don't see them anymore they not back in the clubs, they off in the heteros, they going to the head, they off, they, they lose themselves completely into heterosexuality, and you don't see them again until they break up, then they want to come back and be queer, and it's like, wait, 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 but if you, why you not still coming to, like, if you're truly bisexual, and your man knows that, then why you can't still come to the club, why we still don't see you out, why we still don't see you in the community, now you over there on that side, and I'm like, yes, that's what I be talking about, that is exactly what I'm, that's what I be trying to say, when I'm like, you're not, I, I, I'm not, but that's what I be trying to say about like the, 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 there's a difference between having sex with the same sex and being romantically interested in the same sex, like, there's a lot of these fucking bi bitches that's claiming bi, but you don't have a significant relationship with anybody of the same sex in your past, ever, all of your significant others, husbands, whatever, have been husbands, has been boyfriends, as soon as you get one, you gone now you back over in heterosexual world and, and you, you know, hanging out with his friends how you how come you can't bring him around? probably because he's fucking homophobic or he's gonna try to let's do, let's do the threesome shit because he's straight and you're straight like, you know this is, like and, and when they said that, I was like, thank you that's what I'm trying to say, because it's like if y'all are queer, then how come you're not queer all the time, like bisexual women, yes, they have boyfriends or whatever, if they're with a boyfriend but it's still, they don't they don't completely cut themselves off from the community, now the community, I know now listen, I know, some of the community start treating them funny, I get that, but that's that's because they're around though, you have to be around to be treated funny by the community, and that's not everybody, you know what I mean, a lot, most people I feel, if you, if they know you're bisexual and you come into a gay space, hey this is Ryan, there, nobody's gonna really, I mean some people will but, for the most part, people gonna appreciate that, oh, okay, yeah she bring, come in, cause you're, you're, you're still, you belong here, but it's when you get the boyfriend, nobody sees you anymore, you're not coming to the brunches nobody's invited, we don't, you got a whole life over here until y'all break up, and now you back, and it's like, bitch, ain't nobody seen you in three years where the fuck you been at, now you queer again till the next boyfriend comes on and when they said that, I was like, that's what I've been saying, and all I'm saying is, look, I am a dyke I don't have nothing against, y'all know, I got a lot, I don't have nothing against men at all, but I'm a dyke, I don't want to date men, I'm not sexually attracted to men, I don't want to be, we cool, but I just, I have no interest in that, don't be dragging me around, talking about you, you know, oh, I want a man, if you want, if you want to be bisexual and have a girlfriend and a boyfriend, God bless, but I'm not it, that's not for me. I'm not somebody purse, I'm not somebody side accessory, I'm not somebody for you to be running back and forth with, that's not me, okay? that's what you want to do, fine, get out my face with it, okay, I, I don't, I don't have a problem 
with you being bisexual, I just think a lot of y'all are wanting attention, I think a lot of y'all are faking, I think a lot of y'all just get, uh, clout from being associated with our community, and, and it's cool, and it makes you look interesting and sexy, but you not, okay, and I want y'all to cut that shit out, um, I also don't really see it for, listen, it's 2022, everybody is out, everybody is proud, I understand that you don't want people, up. I don't want people up in my business, please, please, nigga, nobody knows my business, people think they do, but they don't, y'all have no idea, because, you know, I keep, y'all have no idea, who you, none, okay, it's very easy to keep your shit private, but still be out about who you are, and who you're attracted to, and I'm tired of these motherfuckers in the closet, talking about some privacy, oh, well, I don't like, you're not being private, you're being sneaky, and you're being low, okay, because you don't really want to step out on, on what it is, and I, and when I say step out, I just mean declare, like, you ain't got to drag, like, this is what I'm saying about pride, you don't have to be in the pictures with whoever it is, you don't have to drag them everywhere, or maybe you do, but you don't have to be in the pictures with them, it, you can do privacy without being secret, like, I always use Kerry Washington, and now actually we can use Rihanna, Rihanna that had a whole baby with ASAP Rocky, we ain't never seen that child, we don't know what the child's name is, we only know it's a boy, we think, because, did, no, 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 I think they did actually do an announcement to say, but I don't think they said if they had a boy or girl, I think they just announced that they, yes, we did have, because it leaked, and I think she did actually say, or she, um, people or somebody was like, yeah, they had the baby, but I don't think they said how heavy it was, you know, it wasn't no 8 ounce, 9 ounce baby boy, I think it was just like, yes, yeah, she had her baby, I don't even think we know the birthday, no, 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 I think, yeah, I think I read that it was May 9th, it was more May 19th, so it's Taurus, like, that's all we know, but we know she has a baby, and we know who by, that's private, that's different than what you motherfuckers be doing, you motherfuckers be ducking, ducking and dodging, and not answering questions, and pretending, and being slick, and being sneaky, and that's not the same thing, and I'm tired of it, because you don't need to do that now, Niecy Nash got her whole studs bin on her TV show, Niecy says everybody eats, and I appreciate it, I love it, I love it, if you, I, honestly, if you don't, if, listen, if, if you ain't got me like Niecy got um, Jessica, then I don't want it, that's all I'm gonna say, um, and I just think that's amazing, um, and, um, you know, that's, that's, that, that, that's all, um, there's, there's another podcast that I listen to, I should have got the name of it, I'll give it to y'all next time, um, it's All Studs, it's five hosts, which are way too much, sometimes they have six, it's way too much, everybody talking over each other, the topics, again, like I said, are a little juvenile, but, um, I can deal with it because, I can, the take. I won't say juvenile, just a little lowbrow um, lunch table. Like I said, you know, what do you think about stud on stud? What do you think about your friend having mass, your, your girl having mass friends? Just common bullshit topics. But I appreciate it because they are not, um, they give honest takes. And it's not, listen, at this point, I'm just for anything that's not counterproductive and stupid. We got all these fucking niggas out here retweeting these hotep white supremacist talking points, so anything that's not that, I'm for it, I'm just tired of people taking us backwards, but if you want to get, cause you know, I, I realize, like, I personally, and this is, this is probably a, not good on me, but I, I don't care, I get, I just be irritated with people asking me a bunch of fucking questions, like, I'm some kind of fucking, it's not hard, like, it's, it, like, well, how do y'all, you know, how do y'all do this, and how do y'all, I'm just, I don't like those questions, like, you sound fucking dumb, bitch, like, read a book, Google some shit, it's really not hard to figure out, y'all think everything works around a dick and a pussy, and it just does not, there is way more this to sexuality, and relationships, and, and, and human coupledoms than that, okay, and if it's really all about the, we can buy those anywhere, and they're super realistic, I told y'all, they got the motherfuckers that, that cost a lot of money, and them motherfuckers are super, super realistic, but I'm just saying it's more than that, and we, I just like, y'all, y'all questions are very remedial, they're very binary, they're very, who's the boy, who's the girl, and I'm just tired of it, so I myself do not like answering those kind of questions, and I get very irritated, because I'm just like, nigga, I'm fucking pushing 50, please get out my face with this stupid ass shit, that's just me, 
this podcast though they and so if if you want to learn those things, you really want to know, you can watch it. I should probably give y'all the name. Uh, I'll give it to y'all next week because I'm recommending some shit for y'all to watch and not even give y'all the fucking name. My bad. But um, you can watch that and get the answers. Like I feel like the answers, the the, the the if you can get over them talking over each other, I feel like the conversation is it for somebody who's really just trying to learn the basics and don't really know and just don't really understand where we may be coming from. And they're all I said that's say they're all studs, they're all mass presenting. You'll you'll get a handle on 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 it from from them. Um, and I don't really like you. And th- th- this is the thing that I liked about them because I you know I don't really like the labels, but we use them just to make it easier. And they said that they were like, look. We calling this a stud podcast because it just is, but like these labels, we don't really like them. They don't really fit, but we just understand that like, you know, this is what the, the vocabulary we have to work with, so we going with it. So I appreciated that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they they will they will break stuff down. So if you're just not at all familiar, you can learn a lot. Um that being said, I I kind of want us to go out of style. I'm just tired of all the stud jokes. I'm ti- I'm tired of like all the, oh, girl, I'm about to get me a stud, I'm tired, no, we not, we not, we not fucking, I'm tired of men accessories, we not fucking trophy studs, I don't know what you call it, it's like, I'm tired of that, like, uh, get out my face, unless you really in this shit, okay, if you, unless this is, I'm, cause, listen, studs not for everybody, like, we, there's all kind of lesbians, like, femme, there's femme on femme, I personally think, I don't get that, but whatever, God bless y'all, but y'all, both of y'all stand up in these wedding dresses, listen, I will never police nobody's sexuality, but I just don't get it, but anyway, uh, it's like two twinks, man, you'll never see two twinks engaged, because like, it's like, uh, like, but women, uh, but whatever, anyway, I, like I said, I'll never police nobody's sexuality, but I'm just saying, um, you know, it's, it's, um, I just, I just would like us to go out of style, because it's a lot, like, it's, it's a lot, like, I don't like being, um, what's the word, I don't like being looked at as, like, this exotic fucking bird that, you know, everybody that thinks they want to live their wildest fucking dreams, uh, fucking, it's with me, like, I, I can't stand it, I'm tired of it, get out of my face, it's just not, it's just not for me, so I can't wait for us to go out of style, like, I'm tired, stop bringing us on the podcast, and asking us, like I just said, dumbass questions, what are you strutting, is that, stop, stop d- body rolling on the TikToks, what is going on? What is going on? Why is every stud on the TikTok, I be trying to follow y'all little accounts, y'all are so fucking corny, why are y'all on with the gr- glaring, like you got some light eyes, great, 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 your eyes are light, you got, why are you got squinting all in the camera, smart licking your lips, what are y'all doing, but what are y'all doing, that is so corny to me, who thinks that's fly, who is turned on by that, who, somebody please hit me on the tweets and let me know what, why y'all are doing this, who is that is so fucking corny to me, I, nigga if I was a fucking femme or whatever, and I was like feeling you and like, oh this is cute, and I saw you on TikTok licking your lips and gyrating I, bruh, you getting blocked on every fucking channel, that is so fucking corny, why can't y'all just be yourselves why can't y'all just be your fucking self this is what I'm talking about, like a lot of y'all are putting on like you're not really studs, you just think that that's fly, and that's what you do cause you are also locked this bar, like I dress how I'm comfortable, okay Love all, anybody know me since I was little, y'all not always been a fucking tomboy, this is not new to me I'm not putting on no costume, I was always that little girl, I got all that heat and all that, all that, all that you know, you dressing like a boy shit, I got all of that, I ain't give a fuck, and yup, I'm grown and still dressing like a boy, and paying my own bills, so now what? but some of y'all, it's like y'all trying to find yourselves, y'all trying on personalities, oh I tried this, thing ain't work, oh let me grow some locks and be a, uh, and be a stud now, and, but you ain't, you ain't get, that's, that's, that's the, the conversation I keep having about these pronouns, I will respect whatever pronoun you want me to do, but like, you, you making it awkward because you're telling me you a he, she, but you're not, you a he, but you're not, uh, or, or you know, you want to be called he, or what's the, uh, he, him, fucking grammar kicking my ass right now, you wanna be called he, him, but you're not giving he, him energy, baby, you, you got on them little fucking low top brunch boots, you got on little pleated trousers, you got on a little blazer looking like, you know, 
and Taylor uh, Loft and you want me to call you he him, you're not giving he him and you making it awkward because you ain't giving that you gotta press out, you you, you giving stem at the most and you trying to be a mess, it's not working like I just feel like people just are insecure and don't really have their own personalities and don't really know how to play it that's just my opinion, if you don't agree fuck off um, and, and so you know, I don't know I just I don't know, I, I just, I don't know what's gonna happen, but, like, I'm just tired, like, I, I mean, on one hand, I'm glad that, like, it's being more normalized now, I get that, but it's also very tiring, um, so I just wish we could get somewhere in the middle, but, um, anyway, what else? Sorry, this is a little bit rambling, because I should've did it yesterday. <laughs> Um, so Halloween is back up, I think y'all met Lil Tattoo Face, he's back in town um, you know, this is the first time since the pandemic yeah, cause before the pandemic I hadn't I hadn't, um I was just doing like the, the makeup beards, I wasn't doing like the actual theater beards, the glue and all that shit, so this is the first time I actually went out full time, went out last year, but usually I would just go out for the party or whatever like a few hours this is the first time that I went out the whole day because I went to work, you know, for the costume on and I had it on all day and woo, it was got to be a bit much after like, after lunch it was a bit much, first of all, eating with facial hair, I don't know how men do it I guess you get used to it like everything else, but I found it to be very annoying, because the food kept getting, the hair kept getting in my mouth the food kept getting in the hair, I had to keep I, I didn't like it, um but, you know it, it went over well, most people didn't they kept asking me was I Drake I was like, nah, I'm just a random rapper because, um, you know, they kind of all look alike. Some people said Post Malone, which was close. Somebody else said, um, who'd he say? Uh, what's the other one? Jack, the, the new dude. But So it was some close guests, but people got it, but whatever. Anyway, it was fun. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna dress back up on actual Halloween because, um, oh, it was a lot of work, like, to, to, to put the tattoos on, take the tattoos off, maybe I'll just do the beer, I don't know, we'll see, but I feel like that whole day of Halloween at work was quite enough, <laughs> like, I'm like, alright, I'm good on this, we'll see, um, but anyway, yeah, it was fun, um, and everybody dressed up, it was nice to have a job where, where people are really into Halloween, and everybody was dressing up, like, we had, Matt, we had a lot of different costumes, and that was cool, like, you know what I mean, um, yeah, so, shout out to my place of employment, um, I'm not, saying anything else on Kanye, what I said last week still stands um in the meantime, we have had random people still on the internet defending Kanye, or if not defending, talking about why the Jewish people can say this and say that and oh yeah, now Kyrie is reposting Alex Jones, all I want to say is like, it's very uh, it's so like y'all, I don't, most people most people view black especially if you went to college, but if you black, and you from certain places, we all went through our little hotel phase, right, I went through mine, and it's real funny, because my hotel phase was funny, because I've told y'all about my daddy before, right, like, he was nation Islam Muslim, right, and when I went through my little hotel phase, you know, everybody had it, I went through my hotel phase when it was popular, like, right around, I don't know when it was, mid-80s to 90s, when self-destruction came out, you know, everybody's wearing their little African medallions, well, I wasn't, because that shit ain't go with my outfits, that red, black, and green, no disrespect to Africa, but that is the worst color combo ever, and it just wasn't never matching none of my outfits, so I never wore that shit, but I'm saying that during that time, that's when I went through my little hotel phase, and then I got a little mini one again in freshman, but not really, like, not really, like, my hotel phase in college wasn't, it was just more of a, it was kind of a revenge hotel phase, because I had, you know, like I said, when I was 15, 16, 17, we all went through a hotel phase, and it was funny, because I thought my dad would support my hotel phase, but my dad was the main one, like, you girl, what the fuck, y'all all sound dumb ain't nobody going back to Africa that's not, why you learn this Swahili, who fuck speaks Swahili, you need to learn goddamn Spanish that's what my dad was like, just killing us with the whole time, like, y'all niggas need to learn, this is your country, you ain't going back to no fucking Africa, y'all need to learn this shit here, you need to learn how to maneuver these white people right here, that's, that, that's what was my dad so it was very funny, because you would think somebody used to be nation of Islam, but actually now I think about it, it makes sense, because the nation of Islam is really a cult, and I know his story, how, you know, how he came to realize that, how he got out of it, so he actually broke himself out of it, so now looking at me, he just like, you clown ass nigga, like, all the shit I done told you, and here you go, right, so, um, 
but it was funny, but I never was, like, super deep into it, like, some people, you know what I mean, but I was, like, what's up, God, or, we all went through it, most of us grew out of it in high school, right, because it's like, alright, this is enough of this shit, right, and then, but I had one little smaller phase in college, and it was kind of a backlash, because when I got to college, it was, a, like, when I got to Cornell, it was, like, a lot of these suburban black kids that had been suburban their whole lives, and was went into the prep schools, and went, and was hanging with the white kids, and now they in freshman year, and all of a sudden, they did turn into Angela Davis, and all this extra black power, and I'm like, y'all niggas ain't really, this is, this is fake, y'all don't even really know this shit, y'all wasn't you wasn't raising this shit, they preaching to me, and I'm like, how you gonna preach to me nigga, my daddy was, knew Malcolm X, okay, my daddy was <laughs> real high up in the NOI okay, I'm, I was raised in this shit, alright, how you, you nigga you just started this shit six weeks ago, and you gonna tell me about Malcolm X, so I was just very it was very kind of backlashy for me, like, y'all niggas is fucking fake, y'all out here with these fucking headbands on, and burning this incense, and doing these African, y'all look a fucking fool, y'all ain't grow, y'all fucking grew up with parents that was trying to get y'all to fit in with Mindy and Maxie and them, I ain't grow up like that, right, so, but that shit didn't last long, cause then, you know, I found, I fell into some pussy, and then all that shit went out the door, so, yeah, but, um, it's just like, so now to watch these big grown, 30, 30 plus year old, 40 plus year old men, black men in this like and it's not even advanced hotep it's like basic, primitive hotep, like that shit that like, you know, back in the 6th grade you was on, no pork on my fork and like, all oh, the Jewish conspiracy and like, nigga, you're not even on advanced hotep, advanced hotep is like the new shit, you know, Sebi and, and, and and, you know, alkaline water, and all this shit, y'all not even on that, y'all on some old ass shit, y'all on Willie Lynch letter hotel, that's basic, that's in the basic hotel shit, and it's just, like, embarrassing, like, cause it's like, dog, like, do you understand how dumb you sound right now, you are just regurgitating white supremacy, and that's what my daddy told me, my daddy now, well, he's passed over when he was alive, he would call, he got to the point where he was calling, um, nation of Islam Muslims, he was calling them backwards Christians, because that's really what it is, all far Muhammad and Elijah Muhammad and all them dudes did was take white supremacist Christian uh, ideology, literature, whatever you want to call it, and just switch it and just reverse it, so the white man's superior, no the black man's superior the white man's the original god, no, the black man, and they throw a little history in there, you know, well, the first man started in Africa, and they throw a list, and that's all it really is, it's just really white supremacist shit in reverse, okay, and they still follow Christianity for the most part, they just paint it black, and, and that's why it's really, if you really get into NOI, it's really a cult, and it has, it has a, a lot in common with Scientology, that's why I see people, when Louis Farrakhan was, um, hooking up with the leader of um, Scientology, a lot of people were shocked, and I'm like, you wouldn't really be shocked if you really knew about the, what the Nation of Islam really believes and really teaches, you wouldn't be shocked at all, because it's very, very similar, and the issue with the Nation of Islam now that they're, now that they've kind of fought, because see, back in the day, they had Farrakhan, and they had these national leaders, and they would only speak, and they did that for a reason, because they knew who their rank and file was, they knew they had a bunch of silly niggas, and criminal niggas, and jailhouse niggas, that didn't really read at all, weren't intelligent, and didn't have the range, and so what has happened now, is that the organization is not what it used to be, Do you have these randoms, who are taking things out of context, and telling, and, and retelling them wrong, right, because, Nation of Islam, I'm not gonna say they're not anti-Semitic, but they are not as what they say, what they say about the Jewish people is not what is being repeated now what they say about the Jewish people has been interpreted by Jewish people as being anti-Semitic, and like I said before, look, I don't agree with it all the time, but they on their shit, they don't let nobody talk left about them, and I get it so, but what is actually said is really, it's not as bad as it is often made out to be, they really just, they say things like, yo, Jewish people were involved in the slave trade, and they tell you ways in which, right, now what happens is, you get random rank and file to take that out, and that turns into, ain't no real slave ships, and the Jewish people, the media made it up, you know, knuckleheads, so, that's problematic, but, to just watch these big grown ass people, get caught up in this shit that most people grow out of and understand is foolish foolery, in our late teens, early twenties, it's just kind of like, it's so embarrassing, it's like such secondhand embarrassment, because like these people, you sitting up there, 
in front of these cameras and all these people making us all just look foolish and dumb and you're eating up the same kind of propaganda and bullshit that these Trump people are and you think you're different and you're not because it's the same shit pushed by the same people except the difference is the purpose of pushing it to black people is to get is to manipulate us and make us look stupid and make us look silly and that's what Steve Bannon said Steve Bannon said that they targeted black men because they're easy manipulated because that's the whole point is to make us look dumb and it's to make us look unserious and it is to, um, when we make, when we say things, make us look ridiculous, like, oh, look, look at this shit they say, oh, well, what about black, white lives matter, what about, like, all the little dumb games they play with us, that's what it's for, to make us look ridiculous, because they know we bite at it every time, and so just to watch, I'm just, man, to watch rich prominent nigga after rich prominent nigga say the same stupid shit, it's just very frustrating, and it's just very embarrassing, because it's like, we have people out here who are very intelligent, very educated, and really trying to do the work, the Kamala Harris's, the Maxine Waters, the, um, uh, Raphael Warren, there's people, and all students on campuses, unnamed and unknown, all over the country, I'm sure, pastors all over the country, I'm sure, who are really out here, really understanding the stakes, but we, but these are the people that get put on TV, and these are the people who get fronted, because they're so stupid, that they don't understand that they're being used, and they're being manipulated, to, to send us backwards, and they're stepping up to do it happily, because they think all attention is good attention, okay, and they think these people really rock with them like that, and all they want to do is be able to stand in a room with these white men, and feel like they're on equal footing, you're never going to be on equal footing, they're laughing at you, and they're using you to carry out their agenda, they, they assassinated Malcolm, they assassinated Martin, they removed all the unfortunately, all our great leaders who knew how to how to combat this shit are, are dying, and these fucking youth that y'all raise are good for fucking nothing, and none of them, they don't even want to vote, much less get involved with politics and run for office, so like, we are down to bare bones here, and I'm gonna be real with y'all, we might not make it. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's very disappointing, there's so much, there's so many smart, capable um, knowledgeable and, and people out here really understanding and ready to like, really ready to move on and it just keep being held by the ignoramuses and that's why I say black people are too forgiving and we need to start cutting people off and we need to stop keep letting everybody back in the fold and letting people talk this any kind of way you know, and I'ma just saying people like oh, you know, we should let Christelle, Christelle Michelle back in she, no we shouldn't, I'm sorry sis, I understand what y'all saying but I don't agree, that's the problem we let people act the fucking fool and, and choose, the, that lady was told millions of times, explain why you should not do it, explain exactly why, and you wanted to do it because you thought it was going to be a look and now because you're suffering the consequences everybody want to feel bad, and that's our problem, we keep letting people in, no there has to be, if you want to fucking sell us out, if you want to be on that side you want to stand with them white folks, and you got to stand with them forever, and that's how you, that's how it needs to be, and it's not that way and that's why we can't move on, that's why every 50, because they're always one they'll always find one nigger who they can pay and put up there and be a fool, and and until there's consequences for being a fool and you know we're never gonna get anywhere, so I'm sorry I don't have no sympathy, I don't have no sympathy you did not do that out of ignorance, it wasn't an innocent mistake girl, plenty of people plenty of people told you why you should not do that, what it meant if you did do it, why you needed to step down, why that wasn't the move, why you wasn't getting, and, and you just didn't want to listen, and kept arguing, and kept and kept, and kept kept wanting to be on that side, so you on that side now, I'm sorry, I, I listen, I'm a, Daener- I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Daenerys Targaryen uh, diplomat, whatever you want to call it, I am scorched earth, I am fucking my way, or the fucking highway, because compromise and all of this shit has not gotten us any fucking way, dealing with these dickheads and letting everybody have their word, it's got us damn near about to be hooked back up to well y'all, I'm not going, I'm not getting hooked up as no ox, I'm telling y'all right now, but I'm saying, we about to be hooked up to plows, okay, we have to lock, step, and march forward, and anybody that falls off has to fall off, I don't give a fuck who it is you can't have these motherfuckers out there cooning and and drawing off these knuckleheads for their cause, it's killing us so I'm sorry, I disagree y'all say I'm being harsh, that's fine, we need to be harsh, that girl can't come back, nope not, not, nope, not in my side, not in my side, okay, and Kanye can't come back neither, actually, you know what, and this might be unpopular, again, fuck Kanye, but like I said last week, Kanye is sick, right, 
Kanye has a mental illness, and when Kanye, if somebody can get Kanye under control and back on his medication and back into whatever his right mind is, you know, that's a different situation. We have laws in this country that say you don't hold people who are mentally incapacitated or mentally suffering from a mental defect to the same standard as you hold somebody who does not. Yes, we're going to still convict you for the crime that you did, but we're going to send you to a mental institution or we're going we're gonna to take into account that you had a mental issue when you were doing what you were doing as opposed to this person over here that just was determined, bound and determined to do the wrong thing. So Ye is actually a special, I mean, it's fuck him for real. I'm... I'm tired of his antics, and I still don't think that, I mean, I understand he's mentally ill and he's going through a thing, but I still think that it's, he's just he's also just that kind of a person and it's being amplified in his mental illness, that's all I'm saying, I I still he was chasing whiteness for way longer than this, that's all I'm saying, and it's just when that confederate, when he was doing the confederate flag and when he was on, you know the shows talking about how the white people wouldn't give him money, and, and it, listen it goes back far um, but you know, I just feel like when he, if he does get some help and get back to his normal self I personally, depending on what, he, well, I put it like this I'll be willing to listen to what he says then now if he's still on the same bullshit, then alright nigga you saying now, you're still being crazy but, that's different than somebody who has not, got no mental issues and just wanted to be a coon despite all warnings, that's all I'm saying I'm not saying I'm gonna be taking Ye back, but I'm saying when I would It's a sh- I think that it's a shame that his mental illness has gotten to the point that it's gotten to, but it is a mental illness okay, and people trying to pretend like it isn't, I think are, are a little disingenuous, I'm not saying that we going up for anything that he's doing, but I'm just saying there there's a difference between somebody who is acting like they're acting because they have mental issues, and somebody's just being a fucking knucklehead because they think it's a good look or because they think it's clout or they want to retweet about how they got extra views by you let this man come on and lie about this man that everybody saw be executed by a fucking rogue racist police officer in front of our eyes and you want to let this man come on and, and, and sully this man's reputation with his daughter and his family talking about he died of a drug overdose that, that's a different level of culpability in my opinion, and I hope they sue and get the paint off the walls for all of y'all anyway, I've been talking longer than I intended to um, that's this episode, thanks for asking, thanks for listening, like me rate me, um, tell a friend I appreciate y'all retweeting if you people listening to this, I don't even realize they're listening to this, cause y'all be like random people on Twitter be like quoting shit I'll be like, oh hey, what's up, um so thanks for, um, you know, listening. I appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, and that's it. See y'all next week. Peace.